This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. And be sure to check out Monday Morning with Mo every Monday morning on Facebook Live with free answers to your legal questions. Injured in a car accident or dealing with personal injury, Mo can also help you with a workers' compensation case if you're injured on the job. I don't live in Florida, but Mo would be my go-to if I did. And the best part is they take all accident cases on a contingency fee basis. This means that they will take on your case, put up all necessary funds to build your case as strongly as possible, and they only get paid if they're successful in obtaining a settlement for you. There's no fee or obligation to ask about your cases, so contact Mo today. And make sure to follow Mo DeWitt just for his incredible promotional work. He's, he's a man after my own heart. So many pop culture and film references. I've done art for Mo where he's portrayed as Indiana Jones, Charlie Brown, Frosty the Snowman, Zach Morris, Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't know if I'm allowed to say any of that. That's a, uh, that's a legal question. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the bonus editions of Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Bonus, bonus. Yeah. We're doing these. We're doing these like almost every week now. I'm I'm loving this. I I enjoy these. It's a, it's a breath of fresh air. You know. Yeah, it's a nice change. You get to yeah. know a little more about us, you know, than just yeah, the our movies. likes. And, yep, exactly. And you know, for those who can't run the marathon this is a nice little change of pace <laughs> what makes us tick boys yeah yep uh i don't know i my, my clock's slowing down so I, <laughs> I just meant tonight because i'm tired i don't mean uh, no I, i'm with you man i'm my, feeling good i'm feeling good um yeah second so hand do... fell off <laughs> Uh, yeah, tonight we're we're gonna talk about our favorite directors. Um, you know, maybe touch on some of their movies real quick, but just give you an idea. You know, who uh, who gets us excited to make movies, and uh, you know, we'll we'll do a little roundtable and, and discuss. Does that sound yeah. good? Sounds great. Yeah. So, who wants to go first? You want to go first, Eric? Throw I'm going first. first. All right. I'm going first with. Uh, my goat, Steven Spielberg. There we go. This, you know, Spielberg, to some, that may be a basic bitch kind of choice. Like, you know, of course you're going to say Steven Spielberg. But you got to understand, man, Steven Spielberg, he's been doing it for 50 years. And he just, the body of work there, the, the different genres, I mean, that dude yeah. is on another level. Not yeah. only is he responsible for, like, the majority of my childhood, you know right off the bat like there's an emotional connection but just the breadth of his work is is really something else like there there's directors i love that do like a thing and they almost made this list um but he knocked them off because he can do anything from children's movies to fucking really serious uh drama to yeah. science fiction and heart like this guy does it all and and does it perfectly yeah, Eric. So let me ask you: What do you think of 
AI, artificial intelligence? Um, it, it's not one of my strongest. Oh yeah, uh, no, I agree. I Spielberg agree. movies, I think it's watchable, and yeah. you know, I think I think any of his movies are watchable, but there are some duds, and and yes. that one for me probably, you know, okay. not something I, re, I I'd revisit. Yeah, I'm I'm asking because it, it is one of those movies. It's not on very often, but when it's on, I try to watch it only because. Talk about a movie that makes you cry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that damn thing is heartbreaking, and I just I have some perverse like thing where I, I like <laughs> to cry when I watch movies. So I'll watch it just for those. I'll fast forward to those parts because oh, I know yeah. which scenes are going to make me lose my shit. You're and, a glutton uh, for punishment. Man. Oh, I am. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's definitely the whole you know the self-loathing thing I'm working on. <laughs> all my life but no that's i was just curious about that so yeah i mean i totally get the spielberg thing i mean he yeah i mean you can't go wrong with spielberg no no (laughs) he's you know it's like saying i like coca-cola right Right. it's definitely it's a cornerstone and it's it's you know an obvious choice but (laughs) yeah yeah man like you're not you're not getting the hipster stylized points or like being like the, oh, no. this is some person you never heard of, but at the same time, it's everyone's gonna fucking love it. God, you're <laughs> gonna hate my three. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the uh, thing about Spielberg, the coolest thing about Spielberg is how he, multiple times, countless times, has changed the way movies are made. Yeah, he definitely. has made new movies possible by the stuff that he's done to make his movie possible, and allowed. Yeah other directors to grab that te- whether it's technology or cinematography or whatever it is and make their cool movies so yeah, i mean exactly. i i, I agree know. man i think i think for me my favorite thing about spielberg is the way that he can construct um a sequence visually yeah. without relying on dialogue like as a visual storyteller spielberg just yeah. is, is a master craftsman yeah. yeah where like the the glance of a character you know even that that sequence um that in one of his early movies you know it's it's referenced in a lot of film schools but it's a car chase sequence and there's no dialogue at all but like just the way the camera moves and and where it shows you you know the action it's it's i can't say enough about it awesome stuff so yeah number one pick steven spielberg yep no i totally no disagreement here yeah I mean, you, you, yeah, you want to talk about what you just described, Empire of the Sun. Oh, yeah, right? man. I mean, yeah, yeah. talk about visually stunning and how, like you described, he, he tells a story without a single word being spoken. And, uh, I mean, that was Christian Bale, one of Christian Bale's first. He was a kid yeah. in that one. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, you want to go, Joe? Yep. I'm going to steal it before someone else can. <laughs> Mr. Mel Brooks. Yes. There you go. How can you go wrong with Mel Brooks? You can I mean, You cannot. The man's a genius. And he only has 11 movies he directed. I know. Now, he's had a hand in a lot more than that. But when you when you start thinking about these, the producers, the original 1967 one. Yeah. 12 Chairs, another great movie. Blazing Saddles. Mm. <laughs> which part of our theme of like the intro to our show is from blazing saddles the hold your ears folks it's showtime yeah. that's cleavon little yep um young frankenstein no oh, young frankenstein that's my silent favorite movie. mel brooks movie silent yeah young frankenstein is a fantastic movie yeah. uh silent movie high anxiety yep history oh. of the world part one that's my second favorite mel brooks movie 
It's probably my third. Um, Spaceballs, which is my second favorite Mel Brooks movie. Yeah. Uh, Life Stinks. <laughs> Another great fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Probably my favorite of all of them, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Underrated, yeah. but still very I mean, fun. Super, super young me, Dave but... Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, and then Dracula, Dead and Loving It. Oh yeah. my god, I forgot about Leslie Dracula, Nelson. Dead and Loving It. Yeah. It's a great one. Yeah. I mean, not one of those movies is bad. <laughs> like, oh no, you're right. Wow. There isn't a stinker in the bunch. It's not even close no. to that. I mean, it's... And you know. he has this brand of comedy that is unapologetic. It's oh, just... Yeah. It's he doesn't care if he's horrible. Like he'll right. say right. horrible things and not give a fuck. Yeah. And like he'll say them himself. Yeah. Uh yes. Definitely. Yeah. So just, no, he's know. he's one of I I use this phrase too much sometimes, but he's he is one of the funniest humans to ever walk the planet Earth. I mean yeah, ever. I, in the history agree. of the whole world, haha. Part one and two. He is one of the funniest <laughs> ever. And I absolutely love him. My dad was a huge fan of Mel Brooks. Love. We would go see the movies when they came out, even when I was too young to see him. I mean, does he give into stereotypes? Yeah, but that's the fun of it, man. Like, he leans into that sort of absurdist. What what does Ice Cube say in 21 Jump Street? Yes, I'm black. And sometimes (laughs) I get angry. And I worked hard and I'm a police captain. (laughs) Yep. Lean into the stereotypes. And I, I mean, the, yeah, he he couldn't make those movies today. No, not a one of them. But yeah, Blazing, Sa- well, I don't know. Blazing Saddles, you would think couldn't be made, but they made. You know, Tarantino did make Django <laughs> not too long yeah, ago. Tarantino true. gets like a weird special pass. Yeah, yeah, somehow, yeah. somehow he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's my my first no choice. Brooks, I, knew, man, I, I, I don't want it. to steal it before one of you might have stole it. Yeah, nah. See, I, <laughs> Eric, when you said um, when you talked about you know. I know we classify Spielberg as basic bitch. That was my strategy was to not. <laughs> I mean, because we could talk about, you know, we talked about Spielberg, but Scorsese and, you know, yeah, yeah. Coppola and all of them. Yes, it goes without saying. I mean, yeah, yeah. so I just, I tried to take a step back and go to like a, not even a tier two, but, you know, a different style. So yeah, my first going, one, what was that? I was going to say, with all three of mine, they're very small catalogs, but... Yeah. I enjoy them. Yep. Uh, my first one is Edgar Wright. Um, mm. He's got to be. He's got to be. Um, I don't think he's put a bad movie out. You know, some of them might not be as funny as the others, but, um, I mean, first of all, the the TV show Spaced, that's where you got to start. Yeah, and where oh, he met so Simon good. Pegg and Nick Frost. That's such a great show. Joe, that's on Amazon Prime, by the way, now. Is it? Yes, it's on Amazon Prime, so it's nice. easy to find. Um and it's great to see when you watch Spaced how many jokes and references are used repeated in Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and The World's End. But it, it works. It's so good. But yeah, I mean, so Edgar's got those three movies. Um, Baby Driver is also one of my favorite movies. It's on my list, I think, somewhere, but it hasn't been penciled in yet. Absolutely love that movie. It's so stylized, but so perfectly stylized. Yeah. And, and Scott Pilgrim. Holy shit, that movie's so good. Yep. That's you know? another movie I, I want to do. I, I don't know if I have it on my list, but if I definitely want that on my list. Yeah. And he, he just has this way, you know, his cinematography and, and the colors he uses. And yep. it's he's a very modern director. 
you know, and and he uses the resources available to him uh, to put these like be- what I consider beautiful movies. You know, they together, really are. So I just yeah, I can't. I love him absolutely. So, yep. So uh, Eric, we're back we to me. All right, I'm my, my second pick here is uh, Mr. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now I I pick Guillermo del del Toro because um he seems like a kid who just loved rubber monster movies and he also that, looks like um RJ <laughs> a little bit <laughs> kind of does yeah kind of does you're right you're right but it it's just like so embedded in his DNA and the movies that he makes have this like this reverential feeling to it like you know to that that 50s B monster movie in black yes. and white that you would see on TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, his his visual language is just so weird and so creative and so you know unexpected. Um, you know, across the board, like every one of his movies, whether I love them or not, like you know, he's got some movies that I'm probably not going to watch. Hellboy Two, Pacific Rim. <laughs> oh, Pacific sorry. Rim's a good example. <laughs> you know. But there was always something in them, you know, that just felt so like organic and, and cool. Um, you know, Pan's Labyrinth, like those That's movies cool were movie. just just yep. nuts with creativity, and, and um, he's got such a unique voice. So, like, to have someone like that making movies, especially today, when you know it is a lot of remakes and it is a lot of formulaic stuff, to have these like out of left field films still being made. Uh, right. on that biggest scale is, is really cool so number two pick uh, Guillermo del Toro I, yeah I, I love him uh, Eric if you want to listen to a cool interview uh, he just recently interviewed with Baron on the on oh the nice oh podcast. nice so you got it you got to jump on that it's such a great conversation between those two because Marin's a huge fan of his and he's a fan of Marin and it's those it, Marin's interviews are always better when there's a connection like that yeah and yeah. they they had such a great natural conversation it was really cool nice and before we move on i i thought hellboy 2 was better than the first one did and you I like okay. i like pacific rim yeah i thought the i thought the story was more coherent and you know what i'll chalk that up to the first one being an origin story and we know the the pitfalls of, of that yeah and yeah. i think maybe that could be it i mean I, I loved it um but i just as a, you know the flow and and the pace of the second one for me was better, and I thought Pacific Rim was dumb fun. I enjoyed it, but anyway, yeah, I'm a big Charlie Hunnam fan, so I like hey. that. So, um, all right, so Joe, what do you got for number two? Okay, so this one may be my favorite. He's only directed four movies and a couple of TV shows, but every single one of them is a winner. Is it is it the guy who did Biodome? No, <laughs> it's not him. Okay, good. <laughs> it's it's Mike Mike Judge. There you ah, go. Okay, there you go. I mean, best movie of all time, Idiocracy, of course. Of course, five point. But even outside of that, you have Office Space, another amazing movie yes. that no one you don't ever find anyone that says Office Space is bad. You may find a bunch of people that think like you're talking about The Office for some round of whatever. I don't like that show. I'm like, it's not a show; it's a movie, and it's an incredible. Um, he also did Beavis and Butthead Do America, which is one of my favorite movies as a child. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Extract, which is an underrated movie with Jason Oh, Bateman. no, I've seen that. I like that movie. Yeah, yeah that, I enjoyed that movie. Those are his four movies he's done. <laughs> yep, <laughs> he's directed. Yep. 
other than that, he's directed every episode of Beavis and Butthead, you know, King of the Hill, and um, Silicon Valley. Damn right. it, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> as well as, you know, him doing the voice for, you know, Hank Hill slash yeah. Mr. Anderson. Yep, um, yep. But I don't know. Just I love his style. I love his swagger. I love just yeah everything about what this man stands for and does. And if you ever see him, like see him too, he just looks like he'd be an asshole. But I don't think he is. Yeah, he no, looks he looks like, like I want to hang out with him. You know? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, he is, he's his comedy is smart, and I love smart comedy. And yeah. oh yeah. 100%. There's always this, and and honestly, like with Office Space, if you find people that don't like Office Space, it's because they don't get smart comedy. And yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'll be honest, I don't have use for that. And, and the funny <laughs> part though is, he has smart comedy, but it's also dumb comedy. Like, well, it's dumb comedy done smartly. If that makes yeah, sense, it, like the it, the it's guy, like yeah. idiots, but the smartest like way to film idiots, like. Right. Right. He, I mean, he started with, like, the two dumbest people on TV, Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> like, and, and he went from that. Like, how, like, I don't know, man. And didn't just his artistic style, I don't know. I just, everything about the man, I just find him, his work, his catalog to be incredible. Like, there's not there's nothing he's made that I don't like. Yeah. Yep. Actually, there's nothing he's made that I don't love. Let me rephrase mm-hmm. that. I get it. I do. Um, all right. So... My second one is actually two because it's the Coen Brothers. Um, I I can never say enough great things about the Coen Brothers. You want to talk about smart comedy and just smart dialogue and smart everything? I mean, looking at their list, I think there's two one and a half stinkers. <laughs> right, the Lady Killers was not good, and his other one, Intolerable Cruelty, with with Clooney was kind of just a regular movie but i mean come on raising arizona i remember <laughs> we yeah. still eric and i still to this day i mean that came out in 87 and we still will find reason at least once a week to yell i want a baby <laughs> 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 you go get me a baby and uh you know i mean yeah god blood simple miller's crossing you know um the Hudsucker proxy and the big Lebowski. I'm, I can't list them all. I mean, no country. Yeah, yeah. Um, even Burn After Reading, which was not as well received. I love that friggin' movie. I thought the character study oh, that was in, in that movie was a great movie. Yeah. Um, that was uh, and, Brad Pitt? Yeah, Brad Pitt and yeah. Clooney and, and Malkovich. Yeah, and that was a I great movie. Yet, yeah, I think uh, Blanchett was in it. I think, but I feel yeah. like it had like a season one Fargo feel to it too. Yes, exactly. And yeah. oh yeah, Fargo. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you know, I mean, come okay, on. Okay, so they and, do that. I, okay, I was thinking they did that also, but I couldn't remember, and I can't find them on IMDb. So yeah, yeah, they did. They did the movie in Fargo. And the funny okay. thing is, they the he's uh, so Aton uh, Cohen. I think. Let me just make sure. I'm, yeah, Ethan Cohen is Aton Cohen's a different director. Ethan Cohen. He he goes uncredited in in a lot of the earlier movies because his brother took you know has the credit as the director but they both directed you know the movies and uh like even inside lewin davis was i i enjoyed that movie i thought it was good yeah that's i mean uh, every everything they do seems to turn to gold you know yes to the the extent that it's a funny story but uh bill murray he agreed to do garfield the movie because when he got the script 
it the, the script was written by uh, a guy named Cohen that had nothing to do with the Cohen brothers. <laughs> And he thought like, oh, I've always wanted to work with these guys. Like, obviously. So he's like, yeah, sure. I trust. uh, Yeah. And absolutely regretted it because, you know, it ended up having nothing to do with them. But yeah. Yep. And yeah. Oh, yes. Joel Cohen, whoever that is. Joel Cohen. Yeah. Yeah. And Sasha Baron. Right. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the Cohen brothers, you can't go wrong with anything that they uh, provide to us. So that's my second. So Eric, what do you got for your third one? Uh, last one is going to be, it's a toss up between a few, but I think I'm going to go with uh, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Yep. How can you not? There you go. I pick Kevin Smith because not all of his movies are good. Um, but I like, I like his artistic drive a lot. And one of the best examples of it that that I can remember was uh, when he was making the movie Tusk. Tusk was like a really weird kind of B-horror, you know, sort of Cronenberg, like body horror thing. Um, But that whole idea of Tusk was born out of, he he does a lot of podcasting. So he was just having a conversation with, um, you know, his co-host on a podcast, and they found a news story um, it it was a real ad, like a real room for rent ad out of Canada, and this guy was like, you know, you pay nothing for the room, on the condition that you know once a week or twice a week or whatever the terms were, you got to wear this walrus suit, and <laughs> for X amount of hours a day, you're not allowed to talk, you have to act like a walrus. I'm gonna feed you a fish, and there was this whole backstory. And he was so enamored, like so fascinated with that. And you could hear the gears turning while he was talking about it. And he's like, man, this would make a really good fucking story, like a really good movie. Yeah. And I like him as a director and as an artist because he literally was faced with like, well, who's, no one's going to make this except for me. So, right. Right. so why not do it? Did yeah. it turn out great? Arguable. You know, I enjoyed it. Not not the greatest film in the world, but the fact that it exists is kind of cool. And I think, yeah. you know, that's been inspiring to me as an artist. My, my whole life is, you know, uh, it exists. Like, you check the box, you did it. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have... I, I have, mean, not to mention Clerks, Mallrats, oh, sure. right. yeah. Jane exactly. and Silent Bob, Dogma. Oh, even Red State. I mean, oh, yeah. Red State's fantastic. That's a trippy fucking movie, man. The, yeah. You know, not to mention all the classics. Sure, yes. no, I do love his um, uh, his work, obviously. But um, when do I get to see the sailboat? <laughs> <laughs> it's a schooner. Yeah. It's oh, Eric, a scooter. Yeah, schooner. So Tim and I, we went to see Tusk opening weekend. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> we we were so excited about it, and yeah, it, it's it's a very interesting movie, but. Um, you know, if ever I want to freak Erica out, because <laughs> she's only seen bits and pieces of it, because she she didn't want to come with us. It's when uh, when uh, Justin Long's character starts like yelling, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, and Howard Howe just going, ah! <laughs> I, I do that to Erica. She, she gets she gets the chills and just runs away from me. She gets she gets goosebumps. She can't stand it. It's just so dumb, but it's a cool movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I, I mean, to Joe's point too. I mean, Clerks was obviously. Oh yeah. You know, well, it's coming up. Of, We're doing that one with yeah. Tim. I know. I'm excited yeah. about it. And Mallrats was one of my favorite movies ever. Yes. Growing up. Mallrats yeah. is great. Yeah. He he was important to me too because he was always like a, a cheerleader for uh, comic books and like geek yep. culture and way yes. before that was a thing. So yep. Yep. you know to have that like out in the culture in the mainstream culture was so cool. It's like yep. oh my god in this movie Stan Lee's in this movie like that was right. right insane you know. So yeah, my my third pick Kevin Smith. Cool, hundred yeah. percent with you. All right, what do you got, Joe? Well, I'm assuming we're going to do an honorable mention at the end of this because there's so many other ones I want to say. Like, you know, there's a, I, I want to say Quentin Tarantino, but I can't say it to him, even though, like, he's amazing. I want to say right. Judd Apatow, but, like, I got to go with my heart in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Taika Waititi. Oh, yeah. Like, I absolutely adore this man. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's coming from stuff like when he directed episodes of Fly to the Concords. Or the original What We Do in the Shadows. Or the new What We Do in the Shadows. Right. Or some episodes of The Inbetweeners. Uh, not to mention, you know, the fantastic best Marvel movie ever, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> and the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder, which I'm hoping is just as good. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Or even the shorts, Team Thor and Team Daryl, which took place in between the Thor movies. Yeah. Um, so great. Not to mention, you know, his take on the spicy pluses in Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit is such a great movie. It really I mean, is. Yeah. He did oh, do so one one bad thing, um, but at least it was probably the best best of the bad things. Yeah. He did one episode of Mandalorian. Oh, shut up. <laughs> He's also the voice of... Uh, what, yeah, the one the, the one person that actually died in that show, the robot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, yeah. They killed the best character of the entire show. Yeah. It's a droid, not a robot. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. All, right. all droids are robots, not all robots are droids. Right. IG-11. <laughs> yep. Yeah, rest in peace. That was R. the R. one, like, when they killed him, I was like, I'm done. I'm like, they killed my buddy, Taika. Um, apparently, Taika's uh, real name is Taika Cohen. No yeah? way. <laughs> yes. It says under here, Taika Waititi, also known as Taika Cohen. Oh, that's funny. He's from the Raukokore region of the east coast of New Zealand. And the son of Robin Cohen. Huh. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no. He's, I don't know, just stylistically. Like, he has such a cool style. And like, he's like funny as fuck, man. Just like, he is, dude. Yeah. I love yeah. him. Like, and there's, he plays there's characters. There's something to be said for the performer director too. Like, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he's so New Zealand it hurts. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's Thor like Ragnarok, Jermaine. dude, when he shows up as Korg, he's like, Oh, oh yeah. my name's Golga made of rooks. Like yeah. <laughs> For a second, the first time I watched that movie, like not realizing it was him, I thought that was Murray from uh, Flight of the Concords. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. They sound yeah. identical. Yeah. 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 Um, would you look up pamphlet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's just, I don't know, he's just so great. And then, you know, the original What We Do in the Shadows movie, he's the one who holds that whole house in check. Like, yes. you know, you know, Jermaine's being fucking Jermaine. <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, the other guy, I don't even know what the fucking other guy does anything in the movie except die. Is it Dave or something? Or Yeah, I forget. I forget. But yeah, and he shows up in the TV show too. Yeah, because yeah. they're on the, the council. Yes, exactly. 
But I don't know. I just, I just, I just absolutely more than anything love him. And he acts in a lot of stuff too. Yeah. I mean, he's been in a lot of movies as an actor, let alone as a director. So mm-hmm. he's a you know very talented man. Yeah. Yeah. Piece of ghost. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's back again. New Master Sixty Nine. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Nah, you're right. That's a good choice. Definitely. Um, all right, so yeah, my last one. Um, I, I had another one penciled in, which will be an honorable mention, but um, I have to go with Danny Boyle. Mm. Obviously, you know, I mean, you know, we've done, we did uh, Train Spotting, right? But yeah, his body of work is just fucking crazy. Um, I mean, early on, yeah, Shallow Grave, Train Spotting. Um, there's a movie with uh, Cameron Diaz and Ewan McGregor called The Life Less Ordinary. Um, it's got uh, Delroy Lindo in it, and I forget who else. But it's such a quirky, it's a really quirky movie. It's hard to even describe, but I, I saw that early on. But, I mean, the list goes on. 28 Days Later, Sunshine, Millions, Slumdog Millionaire. I mean, yeah. um, the movie with James Franco where he cuts his arm off. Oh yeah, 127 hours. I mean, yeah. th- this that this 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 beautiful man directed the opening ceremony for the 2012 Olympics, and and had they did like the bright side of life from Life of Brian <laughs> on television for the whole yeah. world, and he pulled that off, man. It's like, you know. So yeah, I just love his style. Like the beach is one of the most visually stunning movies ever. And, you know, it's a good movie besides. Um, I'm a big fan of the book. Alex Garland wrote the book. But it's just the visuals in that. And it's funny. Today I was I was watching uh, Premier League Soccer. And Erica was watching with me. And there was an announcer. One of the, one of the announcers, the color guy, was – no, I didn't say colored. The color <laughs> guy. Neither um, one of us assumed you did. No, no, right, <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you had to defend that. You know what that was? I think that was that was me going uh, JSM defensive. Yeah, I was okay, like, neither I one of us assumed you said was. that. <laughs> I think that's I think that's what that was. But anyway, the reason I bring it up, it up but... is because he he had a very thick English accent, but I immediately because of train spotting, I immediately knew it, it was. Scottish <laughs> because he sounded like all the characters in train spotting, you know, yeah. so it was easy to identify, but yeah. So yeah, as far as the, the, in my three that I'm laying out now, yeah, I'll wrap it up with Danny Boyle. Cause I love his stuff. Very nice. We have some strong picks today, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For some honorable mentions, of course, like I said, Tarantino, he, just yep. a mastermind. Um, it just sucks. Like only pick three, <laughs> like and I, right? I know. It's hard to I know. pick. You're going to give your three too, but you know, you can never go wrong with Tarantino. No matter Tarantino's what it is. a strong pick, man. He, he's a cinema nerd, so you know, you get you, if you're a cinema nerd, you get a lot of that, you know, candy in his movies, man. I was going to say uh, Tim Burton. You know, Tim Burton. Oh yeah. Just visually, like he's one of those directors where if it's a Tim Burton movie you'll know within like the first 10 frames oh, yeah. just based on the way it 100%. looks like that's a yeah. hard thing to do man that's really yeah. tough um nope. another one know. david gordon green mm. um, i really enjoy his stuff you know he, he he runs the gamut from like comedy to tv shows to semi-horror i mean he did a couple of the newer halloween movies as well 
Yeah. Right. But, right. but he does in almost everything with Danny McBride's in. Vice Principals, Righteous Gemstones, mm-hmm. um, Pineapple Express, Eastbound and Down. Um, uh, what was the other movie I was thinking of here? Your Highness. Um, so you got a cool resume as well there. Yeah, definitely. I dig his stuff. I do. I, I almost threw John Carpenter in my list, man. John Carpenter. Yeah. Massive horror guy, obviously, with Halloween, but, you know, they live and and uh prince of darkness dude prince of darkness that yeah. movie is so great just like it's, yeah it's such a great horror movie it really is it's so psychologically damaging that movie. it really is we talked about it on on the 21 jump street episode but the, the combination of evan goldberg and seth rogan was was a good yes, team definitely yeah i agree i agree so bunch um, of fun movies there no 100 percent um, I'd ha- I have to throw out David Fincher. Mm. You know, I that, he, I had him in my three, but his uh, honestly he hasn't really directed a lot of movies, but they're all great. And yeah. he was a huge. He was like he was there for the birth of MTV. He directed like six million music videos yeah. for the early days of MTV. You know, um, but Fight Club is just so good. And then um, John Landis. I, I, you know, come on, you know, um, even the, even the dumb ones were hysterically funny. I mean, you know, but I mean, Animal House and the Blues Brothers, American Wealth in London, Trading Places, you know, Um, there's a little, a lesser known movie called Into the Night with um, Jeff Goldblum that came out in 85, Jeff Goldblum and Michelle Pfeiffer. And again, it's one of those quirky, like caper movies where Jeff, Gold, Jeff Goldblum is a guy who's got insomnia. He can't sleep. His wife cheated on him, and he can't sleep. And he goes out to get something. He bumps into Michelle Pfeiffer, who's this ingenue, but gets him wrapped up in the craziest fucking scheme with people chasing him and trying to kill him. Hmm. And, and it, but it's nuts. It's hysterically funny and, and like you know suspenseful and everything. I would definitely recommend that. And even like the movie Spies Like Us, with, oh, with yeah. Ackroyd and Chase. I mean, yeah. it's just... <laughs> Doctor? Yeah. Doctor? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's such a great movie. And, you know, uh, yeah. And he he's responsible for shaping comedy in the late 80s or even the early, the 80s through the early 90s, um, you know, and, and giving other directors and writers a, a, a direction to go in. So he's definitely on my honorable mention. Another guy who's a smaller person but he does a lot of kind of like semi-documentary films i like it's called billy corbin um he does a lot of miami films he did like the cocaine cowboys uh documentaries isn't he in um, the smashing pumpkins no <laughs> billy corgan i know this is billy I know. corbin i know um, he did the 30 for 30 episodes on the u um he did another show about um the backyard fighting and scene in miami growing up called dog fight um magic city hustle um, I don't know. I just I really enjoy his his style that he puts into those as well. Yeah, it's real gritty yeah. and real like gangland type stuff. Yep, yep. Um, I, I, I'm not familiar with him. I'd ha- I'd have to look at some of his stuff. It's C O R B E N. Billy Corbin. Corbin. Now let me, D- Doug. You brought this up earlier about y- you're the guy that doesn't separate the art from the artist. When yeah. the artist does something shitty, yeah. you you sort of sever ties. How do you feel about like Woody Allen films? 
Yeah, I, I, the thing is, I was never a huge Woody Allen fan to okay. begin with. It's not that I didn't, I hated him. Some of his movies were really cool. But after the fact, I haven't given him a second thought. And the funny yeah. thing is, he just had a movie come out that I had no idea was coming out. And it tanked so bad. Like, but I only found out it came out because I saw the story about how bad it tanked. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't even know the name of it. But no, yeah, I, I have no use for that guy. He's one of the skeeviest humans ever. <laughs> yeah. Another you know. love-hate one I have yeah. is Michael Bay. Because I hate some of his stuff, but I love some of his stuff. His early stuff I love, but as soon as we like got Bad to Boys, fucking, Like Bad yeah. Boys? I love Bad Boys. Bad Boys and The Rock. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. Um, Pain and Gain. Right. But... <clears throat> When it, he hit Transformers and that fuck you, yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget what he did to the Ninja Turtles. My God. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. See, that's the problem. Is like he's he's his guys' highs are high and his lows are low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. my one other one I just want to get out there quick is George Miller, um, mm. Mad Max Road Warrior. George no. Miller is is a fucking badass man, isn't he? Oh isn't my he? God. I mean, you know, he, is he like he, ninety years old now? Yeah, right. And he stood, and you know, so he did. He did Fury Road, right, in two thousand fifteen. Yeah, and he's got Furiosa coming out in two thousand twenty four, and he just announced Mad Max: The Wasteland. Oh my god! <laughs> and yeah, he's like two hundred years old, but he just like he everything has to be real. Like all the trucks and cars are real. Yeah. Even that one in Fury Road with the guitar guy on it with the million speakers, that shit <laughs> yeah. was real and it yeah. worked. It fucking worked with the fire and everything. Yeah. And he just uh, just he's such a great storyteller. And because, you know, Mad Max that that whole series was definitely part of my youth, you know, yeah. my my teenage into, you know, my early adult years and those movies meant a lot to me. And yeah, so George Miller would definitely be Oh yeah, he's a maniac in in the same way that like Cameron's a maniac, like you know, yes, filming the helicopter flying under the bridge in Terminator Two and stuff. Right, like you didn't need to do that, man. Nope, nope, not at all. But you're right. That's what George Miller does, man. He everything's got to be real. He'll blow up a city if that's (laughs) what's needed for his movie. You know, we got to take this bridge down, man. Yeah, (laughs) and damn, he 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 created Babe. You know the the, the pig movie. Oh, yeah. did he really? that was a big that was a big movie for my kids. You know that'll do pig. Would, that'll do pig. Oh, you know shit. we got video somewhere of my of my son Dan <laughs> in diapers dancing <coughs> to the to this the closing song from from uh, Babe, the, like the closing credits where where the pigs are singing. Oh, and wow. it's hysterical. But yeah, so even like you know George Miller who did Mad Max and <laughs> Fury Road did Babe, Babe Pig in the City. So oh um. um What's their names? Uh, or am I just one blank? Um, they did like in um, Infinity War and shit. Uh, the brothers, oh, uh, the Russo brothers, Russo's, Russo yeah. brothers. Yeah. They're they're another set of uh, I fucking love, and they did oh, yeah. a, a lot of community, like yeah, a lot they of were heavily involved Russo's. in community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. Um, but, yeah, they're they're good too, and they, and they fall into my into my obvious category you know because yeah. of the, the, the they're right there and like like i said coppola and I yeah mean, scorsese holy shit you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i was trying to stay away from big names on this well yeah like, for my exactly. choices yeah but you know i mean scorsese's another one that, that did what i 
I mentioned that Spielberg did. I mean, he changed movies again and again yeah. and again. Yeah. See, I think and, a lot of the reason yeah. I didn't bring a lot of these up is people know they're great. No, exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. It's like there's no, it's no affront to them. So yeah. this is these are our lists because they're, they're you know pe- a lot of names that people might not know, but I would recommend yeah. checking out. So, so yeah, I I, I enjoyed this one. I like doing yeah. these bonus apps, guys. I yeah, really absolutely. Man. Me too. I think they're great. When are you getting that uh, dude that used to be the character actor or extra guy all the time? I hit, yeah, I hit him up. I'm waiting. I, my, I, it's funny thing is I don't have his number anymore, so I, uh, I Instagram messaged him. So I'm just waiting for him to get back to me. But I know that he'd be into it. He'd be he'll be into either doing a bonus episode. I got to look at his list of movies that he's been an extra in, and see yeah, if there's well, we definitely need to do a bonus episode with him to talk about. You know, yeah, what it's like, the that. life of an extra. Because, I mean, he if, lives that if life. If he wants to do a, a movie, too, that'd be cool. But <laughs> Yeah. But he's definitely got to do a bonus episode. Yeah, he's retired. So the the um, the extra thing is his gig. Like, this is what he does, you know? And, yeah. Uh, That's cool. He, he has such a great time doing it. And, and, like, up here, like, starting 10, 15 years ago was a big movie boom in, in Massachusetts. Because we, we were one of the states that, like, Georgia does with the tax credits and such. Um, so there were tons of movies that he worked on, you know, and he still does that are up here in in New York. Um, he <laughs> he he did. Um, he started the whole thing. I'll, I mean, I obviously want him to tell a story, but he got involved because he had a '74 Volvo, and he had a, a 1980 Ford pickup that was beat to shit. And he saw an ad in the newspaper or or online where you know a movie, whatever movie or TV show it was, that needed period correct vehicles mm. and he oh. brought them down so he started that way and then he saw he got into it and got into the that's cool but that show the americans did you ever watch that yeah oh yeah great show right his his he has a van reese yes he has a yeah. van and the and the pickup truck that were in multiple episodes of that tv show that's cool because oh, it was wow. 80s you know and yeah. that's when the show took place so yeah, I, I, I'll it'll I'll make it happen. I, I I think he'd definitely be into it. He's 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 a real cool dude. So the uh, the it just threw me off because the daughter from the Americans was in uh, Manifest. <laughs> like yeah, she was, and you know what? She looked she did, she hadn't aged a day. It's kind of scary. No, she looked exactly the same. Exactly the same. You know. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, I got nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> no, that, was, that was good. I think I think we uh, went in the right direction on this episode. Oh, <laughs> got that one. <laughs> it didn't go over my head. Yeah. So, all right, boys. No, we're gonna. We got some people to thank. We're gonna thank of people, course. or do yeah. they get thanks on this one. All right, we always thank people. No, that's true. So, yeah, we want to thank our Patreon members. First, I'd like to thank Korean Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Korean Jesus ain't got time for your shit. I know. <laughs> He's dealing with Christ. problems in Korea. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so we want to thank our Patreon members. Um, we'll start with Hannah Christ. We've got Peter Bianco, uh, Brian Gower, RJ Smith, Will Lehu, Tony DeGraw, and Michael McVeigh. Again, means more to us than you'll ever know uh the support is a fantastic thing and if you if you want to jump on board if you listen to the to the you know the podcast um even a buck a month man we'll take it so it's uh, patreon.com backslash m-o-t-c-u yeah, yeah. we got a, we got a sponsor too eric you want to give a big thanks yes thank you to mo dewitt and to what uh thank you to mo dewitt and dewitt law firms 
If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. That number is 407-315-1867. Or you can go to DeWittLaw.com uh, and check out what Mo DeWitt offers. Again, if you have a injury, if you have a legal question, just hit up Mo. He's a great guy, and he will help you out. Nice. Well... You can also join our Facebook group and uh, get involved in the discussions there or start the discussions there if there's not one going on that you like. We're, we're yeah. game. If you know anybody in the industry that wants to come on and talk to us and tell us what it's like, we are always open for that too. Oh, that would be great, yeah. Hit we'll, us up. We'll get the ball rolling with my buddy and, and we'll go from there, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, in that case, there's only one le- thing left for us to do here. Lights. Camera. Fuck off. Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I called it first. I'm hosting Jeopardy. (laughs) Are you though? Listen guys, we we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. In you fact, can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits... Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but I'll say for anything right. picks. Yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, Patreon.com/slash/MOTCU. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah, The yeah. tiers started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie.